Hello, and welcome to the Paul Cardall Podcast. I have music that I've recently released, you might not be aware of, A Grief Observed. This is a piece that has been appreciated by many critics. I am grateful that it is resonating with so many people. A Grief Observed, it's inspired by C.S. Lewis' book, A Grief Observed, about his wrestle with God in trying to understand grief. So, you can find that music by going on my website, paulcardell.com. Of course, you can also find it on any music platform where you like to listen. The sheet music is also available. It's on my website, paulcardall.com. Welcome to my podcast this week. I'm Paul Cardall. We have two incredible guests. We have Sharon Evans and we have Ashley Schmidt, who is the sister of Michelle. They're the subject of a brand new film, a pretty incredible motion picture called Ordinary Angels. It stars Oscar-winning actress Hilary Swank and Alan Richson. I first heard about this when my friend Andrew Irwin, who's a filmmaker, a partner in a company called Kingdom Story, he called me and said they have a film about a little girl who needed a liver transplant. And this is a remarkable true story, incredibly impactful, how a community came together during one of the worst blizzards in American history in Kentucky in 1994. There was so much snow on the highways the day that this family got the news that there was a a liver available for three-year-old Michelle, who was down to 22 pounds. Uh, But the problem was they were 11 hours by car to Omaha, Nebraska, where the hospital was that they could do it because they lived in a small town. So this is a remarkable story of how Sharon, who is our guest, Sharon Evans, she had worked so hard to carve out a path so that when it came time to get the transplant for Michelle, nothing get in the way of it happening. They did not expect the blizzard and the tension in this film of a father with all his strength, with all his might, trying to rescue and save and help his little girl for me was so reflective of, of God and how our father in heaven uh, is doing the same for all of us. People should see Ordinary Angels in theaters on February 23rd because it's freaking incredible. Because it's awesome. It's a great film. It reminds you that we're actually still really connected. It moves you to be an ordinary angel. You don't have to have your life perfectly together to be used by God as a vehicle of a miracle. We laughed, we cried. It just really hit home for me. I think the overall storyline of in the midst of our messes, God still has miracles, he has messages. It just really spoke to me. It reminds us of the good out there. God is working through people. If you're looking for the miracles, you'll find them. 
I think for anyone who's a father of daughters, for anyone who's got kids, it is one of the most just extraordinarily compelling and challenging movies. It's just, it's just wonderful. The quality of it, the scenes were like top shelf. It's a great story. I feel like when people see this movie, they're gonna be so deeply touched. To come together in unity together for a good cause. This is just a testimony to you don't have to do it alone. This movie really displayed grit, the I don't give up. Woman on a mission is the part that I really love. You have such capacity for kindness. And this movie is a great reminder. So many messy, broken characters, so many. But at the right moment, the right thing coming together tells an amazing story, and it's true. What I love about this movie is just the awareness it brings, how much an organ donation can save someone's life. It's not something we think about all the time. Every life matters. I've had a heart transplant, so everything about it, it's such an important film. It's not just a good film. All I hear all day long is division, 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 and it's so inspiring to see people come together. Our world is so broken, and I think a lot of us, especially as parents, feel discouraged by that. And then when you see the story that has so much hope amidst that brokenness, it just spoke life and encouragement to me as a mom. Something about that little girl without a mom. Sick. I think I'm supposed to help. Ashley, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. You look great. You sound great. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah. for having us. Well, I've got I've got two ordinary angels with me today, and man, <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if they told you anything about my situation. We're gonna make this all about you, but like, it was Andy Irwin, you know, um, yeah. with the uh, Kingdom Story. He calls me last September. And he says, hey, I need you to, I want you to come in and see this movie. And uh, I arranged time with my wife and it was, you know, he's like Hillary Swank is in it. I'm like, Hillary Swank, she hasn't really done much lately. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this must be a really important film. And, uh, you know, she's, she's, she's an amazing actress. And then Alan Richens. And I was like, well, okay. So I come in and he goes, yeah, this is about organ donation. And he knew that um, I had had a heart transplant. Oh, wow. I didn't know so, that. Yeah. So I had one in 2009. Okay. Um, and it was a long wait, as you know, yeah. personally. Waited a long time. Um, while I waited, my, my younger brother passed away. Mm -hmm. And uh, just some really difficult challenges. But Sharon, I saw people like you. Like God just like, like when... I was waiting and waiting and I didn't know if I was going to be alive for my daughter. You know, at the time she was three years old. Aww. So I was like, I don't know. I don't know. But fortunately God orchestrated this incredible miracle in my life. After 385 days, they came in. I was living in a children's hospital, even though I'm an adult because I had a congenital defect, you know, like you, Ashley, and like Michelle mm -hmm. at the time. But I, I, you know, they come in, they tell you, and then you have to, you know, you, what do you say when you're going off to surgery to those that you love, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I had the miracle. I got the miracle. So that was almost 15 years ago. And so when he, when I saw this story, like I was just, <laughs> it hits home. 
at Hans Holmes. So I'm just so grateful that this episode can be part of this journey yeah. in getting out the message, the importance of not just organ donation, but the miracle that happens when Sharon, people like you, listen to whatever is on your heart and just be wild and crazy and go and do it. <laughs> Get it done. So I think I think I want to start with, you know, Ashley. Sure. There ought to be a film completely about you <laughs> because of your own situation. And um, can you can you go back and when did you receive your liver transplant? Yeah, I received mine in October 1st of 1991. I was three years old. Um, so it was a few years before Michelle got hers. But both me and Michelle were born with a liver deficiency, which at the time they thought was biliary atresia. Um, yeah. But years later, another doctor came along and wanted to test us for Byler syndrome, which is a genetic <laughs> disorder. So both of the parents have to have that gene for it to happen to the child. Um, mm. And they did. But they couldn't test my mother because um, she had passed away in August of 92. And But they test all three of us, my dad, my sister, and myself. And it all came back positive as having that gene for Byler syndrome, which causes liver damage at birth, basically. Do you, do you remember as a three-year-old this experience? I do not. I do not have any memories of it, of being in liver failure, going through all of that at such a young age. Mm. Um, we did receive kidney transplants years later in 2011. Yeah. Because yeah. one of the medications we were on damaged our kidneys. Mm -hmm. um, so I do remember what that was like. You know, we're both in our early 20s and probably feel like we're in our 80s uh, when you're in kidney failure. You can't really do anything that a normal 20-something-year-old yeah. does. All that, all that alcohol you'd been drinking as a toddler. <laughs> no, we didn't do any of that. But I really got to see what it was like before the transplant and after people that don't go through it or see someone go through it just doesn't realize how big of an impact the transplant makes on your life you can now do things you a normal person can do and live your life again and it's just an amazing thing so it isn't it such a amazing thing that we can like take yeah. somebody else's organ and put it in ours and they can like raise us from the dead. It's this it's weird, <laughs> you know, like how do you wrap your mind about it? And do you know, do you know your, the, the, did you ever get to meet the person who's donated the kidney? Um, for my liver, no. Um, You're right. Back then it was kind of not encouraged to meet. Yeah. Um, but I did get to meet my kidney donor's family. So my kidney donor passed away. Mm. In a boating accident on Taylorsville Lake, which is not far from Louisville. And I got to meet her mother and her two sons that she left mm. behind um, on a birthday dinner. Uh, my family surprised me and, you know, was talking with them back and forth. And I actually, my birthday dinner was a surprise. And that's the first time I got to meet her mom and her two sons. So we're still very close. We had yeah. a showing in Lexington last night of the movie. And you know, she came and it's, it's always, it's just a nice connection that you have with them. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. I never got to know my, my donor's family. Never did. Um, you know, you get to write a letter. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, well, and you know, they sh- back out anything that shouldn't get in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Sharon, Sharon, it's like, well, what do you say? You know, what do you, what do you say to that person? You know, it's, uh, it's hard to even be in that situation. Um, Sharon, you know, obviously before the film was made, you wrote this story. You wrote, you wrote the book and, yeah. um, and, uh, can you tell, can you tell us how, how, I, I'm not sure from Andrew how the film came about because you don't just make a movie unless unless this story is like <laughs> insanely amazing and it is. But um, what what was the process in 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 getting this story made into a movie? Well, I started writing the uh, uh, book that I didn't know was going to be a book in the first place uh, but I started writing it ended up to be a skeleton story and it was just keeping uh, uh, order to uh, how everything was happening what was going on and everything and it wasn't until uh, after I realized I had just written a book uh, or the skeleton of one uh, that I thought well I'm going to put my story in before this uh, mm. to make it understandable uh, why I would do something like that. And uh, the book has the full story in it. Uh, but uh, it, it was just something that uh, fell in place. And uh, uh, by the time it was finished, uh, right about that time, um, Rick Baker uh wanted uh uh to talk to me about the story he was interested in seeing it become a movie and he came to me and uh uh we talked and i, I said well here i've written this uh uh book uh take this with you and so uh he uh, sold the movie rights and it eventually ended up with landscape mm-hmm. and, um mm-hmm. uh uh, it, it's just, it's, it's, this is a big thing. Uh, there is so much more. It, it's, uh, it, it's something that is happening, uh, um, that is bigger than myself, uh, or anything, uh, that has a hold of this. And, uh, uh it, it's it's just happening uh right in front of our eyes we're literally in a position to see miracles happening here and they're on screen and they're true we haven't seen too many films or tv shows about this difficult decision to be an organ donor and a difficult decision to be a recipient because I remember, and Ashley, you you tell me, I remember on my knees going, Lord, I, how am I supposed to accept the heart of another human being? This is somebody's son. This may be somebody's father. Um, how in the world am I going to to do this? Do you, do you remember any of those feelings? 
Um, I think I thought a lot of those just growing up, like once I realized um, that I've had a transplant and what that entailed. And then you always ask, like, why me? You know, mm -hmm. um, you know that person was living, you know, I'm sure a life that was had family and it is a difficult thing to accept and process and just always that wondering why me, why I'm not still here and they're not. And it is difficult to kind of um, get through that. Yeah, it's, it's this idea of, you know, why do some people have this miraculous orchestrated event happen while we see so many others, yeah. you know, who, who can't find their way through the blizzard. Yeah. And, and so, you know, sharing with what you're saying, I agree with you. Something big is happening. This film is bringing so much more awareness of the need of the need for people to just register. There's not enough registration for organ donation. You know, it's about your, you know, you have it on your driver's license. Um, but I'm grateful that they, 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 they showed me the film and through the process, we we're able to get the donate life people yeah. all involved they're doing screenings for yeah. everybody that you know volunteers or is on staff for these types of things but but um yeah it's just it's mind-blowing what is happening sharon before you met this family um and i've shown a trailer before we started this interview so people kind of know the concept of <laughs> of this miraculous story how you got involved and just started coming to town and making things happen and um, getting a private jet, getting, you know, the, the radio station aware so you can get a helicopter. So through this blizzard, you know, like you, you're like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You made things happen. You were able to get things where they needed to be. Um, but, but, but the film kind of talks about where you were prior to meeting this family. Can you give us kind of a sense of, that old Sharon versus the new? Well, I was a hairdresser in Louisville uh, and relatively busy. And uh, uh, I'd been through two divorces. Mm. I had also had a um, afterlife experience due to a hemorrhage. No kidding. And it was a game changer for me. Can you I, tell us? Can you tell us more about that a little bit? Sure. Uh, uh, that was the beginning of of who I am now. Um, I was a distance from home is what caused it to be so severe. And uh, when when this happened, you know, uh, people fear death because it's a mystery, and. Uh, this was one of the most beautiful, calm, uh, serene experiences I'd ever encountered. Uh, there's no words to describe it, actually. Mm. I'm finding that a lot with a lot of things. Uh, but uh, when that happened to me and I came out of it, I was thankful because I had a six-year-old son. Mm. And... Uh, Naturally, I didn't want to leave him, and it was like I had a choice. Hmm. I had the thing where it's like a newsreel. Your life passes in front of you. Uh, that happened. Hmm. And uh, you hear a lot of these stories, you know, and 
there's a lot of us out here that have experienced this. But uh, after it was all over, I wanted to contribute back because I had witnessed that it is real. I never missed a breath. Mm. I elevated mm. into a different dimension. And, you know, what do you do with this? You know, you got it. This is knowledge. It's an experience. It's true. And you want to share it, but people will think you're crazy. So you sort of hold right. it in. And uh, you find a way uh, to try to vent it. Uh, and that's what I did. I wanted to be helpful in humanity. Yeah. And I, I had a, my own childhood story uh, that helped me to relate with other children. And uh, uh, I had helped a lot of children before Ashley. Uh, a different story completely, but uh, uh, very worthy. But uh, with, with this, it was like, uh, I had to do something and I found that news article mm -hmm. on my way to work and I end up buying the newspaper. And I, I typically do not read the newspaper due to schedule more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, at first was telling their story of what they were going through. And then a week or two later, the mother passed away mm. again. I don't read newspaper, but there the story was for me out of nowhere. And I, I thought, this is like talking to me. Hmm. And uh, I thought, I'd like to do something, but I didn't know what to do. And uh, uh, I took it home, pondered over it, and uh, it haunted me. I had to do something. Now, here's these people I've never laid eyes on, and uh, I, I want to help. I go to the mother's funeral, and that's where I met the children. And uh, these kids were pretty much housebound. Uh, they couldn't get out, and I had similarities to that in my childhood. And uh, uh, they were friendly. Uh, uh, they enjoyed company. Uh, but when, when I saw these little faces in the beginning of this, uh, they, they were confused. Mm -hmm. they, they had lost their identity. They lost their mama. And it, it just uh, broke my heart. And I, I couldn't walk away. Although I got into it for a one-time only uh, thing to do to help them. Mm -hmm. I couldn't walk away, and uh, I had a lot of contacts and knew a lot of people, uh, and I thought, as as the grandmother would tell me, we need this or we need that, don't know how I'm going to do this, or don't worry, I'll get taken care of. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I would go do it. And mm -hmm. uh, I never left. Uh <laughs> After uh, the promoting of the uh, children, um, uh, everybody knew their story. Everybody was coming to help. 
throughout. We were there two and a half years, maybe a little more, keeping them alive, doing fundraisers for medicine, both children. Mm, yeah, yeah. And uh, 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 trips, if they got sick, they had to go to Omaha. You yeah. know, it wasn't a regular sick for these babies. What, you know? What's What's the distance between the town in Kentucky and Omaha, Nebraska. What's the actual like driving distance? Um, it's about eleven hours. Oh, geez. Okay, yes, you definitely need a jet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tried to get uh, 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 jets that do this, but they were all on the East Coast, and I only yeah. had six hours to get them there. So, um, they wanted to do it but they weren't in the right location. Uh, it would, it would be six hours just to get to me, mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. children involved. And so I had to go local. So I started, uh, uh, contacting, uh, corporate and, uh, came up with four jets. It's amazing. It's a miracle. You ever ask somebody to borrow their jets? Right. <laughs> Right. Right. Yes. Uh, that goes to tell, I think that goes to show and tell the world that there are really good corporate executives that care deeply about people. Yes, that that's true. Uh, I, I had the jets within five minutes. That's, I mean, uh, talking to individuals within five minutes of talking to them, I had jets. And uh, there was one in particular uh, who has passed away since then, the pilot. He wanted to be the one. Uh, and how it would work is whoever's in town. And uh, they had a number on the list. And uh, they would be the ones uh, to take her. And he was able to take her. Uh I put him in touch with the grandmother and they got acquainted and uh, he wanted to be in town so bad, but he's passed away since then or mm-hmm. had him in the picture. You are, you are the face of something I've always said. Every question you never ask is a no. That's true. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley, what do you remember about when Sharon came into the the family circle to try to help your sister? Um, I was just still so young, so they made us older in the movie than what we really were. Okay. So I was only five during the '94 snowstorm, and Michelle was three. So I just don't really remember that time i remember the snow and you know for some reason you re- you remember just random stuff from yeah. when you're a kid but i remember a news reporter standing in the middle of i 64 east or west and because there was no traffic because the city was shut down mm-hmm. um, i do remember my grandmother answering the phone um, for the call from Omaha, Nebraska, saying that a liver transplant was available. And then after that, I just remember being in Omaha and, you know, walking the snowy uh, blocks. Uh, it was snow, a lot of snow there as well. Um, they had university housing 
right near the hospitals so that the patient's families could stay close yeah. and have a place to stay besides, you know, the hard couches and chairs in the hospital room. So, and they did, they had a tutoring center as well because mm -hmm. I was in kindergarten and they didn't want me to get behind. So those are kind of my memories from the day. I do enjoy looking back at old video footage from that day and just seeing all of the people that came together that day to do something extraordinary um, for a little girl they had never even met before. So that's always heartwarming to see the helicopter take off and the whole crowd just clapping and cheering because they made that happen um, as a community. So. Yeah, the goodness, the goodness of people. We are given way too much through the television and the movie screen of everything that's wrong yeah. with our culture. Right. And yet we don't see enough of these miraculous stories done well, which is why yeah. the, the, these guys did such an incredible job, you know, and, 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 Ashley, I was actually on your Instagram. I, I'm not going to give right. your Instagram away. <laughs> but um, it, it, there's this photo of you and your mom. And I, I, I didn't know that you got, you know, you got your transplant on your mother's birthday. I did. Yeah, that was uh, pretty special. I mean, you know, obviously I don't remember it, but that must have been pretty special for her. Yeah. To have that. that probably was one of her best birthdays. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. Um, now, maybe this is a difficult question, but do you remember your mom? Do you remember your mom at all? No, I was about a little over four when she passed away, so I don't really have any memories. Okay. Um, you know, Dad always told me and Michelle stories of her, you know, growing up, but I don't, I don't really have any memories. And, you know, for a long time, it just was kind of normal. And I think as you especially being a girl, you know, when you get older, it's that's something that you're missing. Yeah. Um, so. We, we tend to survive and adapt. Yeah, to, exactly. To thrive in this complicated, interesting, miraculous world. Um, yeah. So for you, Ashley, what is it like for Hollywood to come in and invade your space? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I just couldn't, I don't think we could have had a better group of people doing it. Um, they've been kind, they've been supportive, they've, you know, gone out of their way to make us feel comfortable and do things for us. And I'm just forever grateful for Lionsgate and Kingdom of Story and John Gunn and the other producers and writers because they did such an amazing job on this movie. So it definitely was a little weird seeing my family advertise on the big screen before I would go see a movie. Um, but it's also really cool and kind of surreal. It's just like, I think just recently it's kind of hit me that, oh, you know, this is going to be shown across the country and people are going to know who me and my family are. So that's, you know, that's kind of weird, but <laughs> it's really cool too. And, you know, with Michelle passing away, a couple, you know, almost three years ago, it's an honor and a legacy in her name. Not everyone gets that opportunity when someone passes away yeah. that they love to have that legacy live on and their name live on. So everyone's going to know who Michelle Schmidt was. Oh, so I think that's totally. pretty cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that, Ashley. You know, this is one more thing you can add to your resume of advocacy you've been doing over the years. You've been doing so much to bring awareness mm -hmm. to not just this, but so many things in your community. So I'm so, I'm blessed to be able to talk to you <laughs> with what you've accomplished and what you're accomplishing and how you're representing our community. So, I mean, just take huge pride in it. Um, um, Sharon, gosh, I mean, you assisted in creating this miracle with Michelle that would last 30 years. She had 30 years with her, her, her organ donations, you know, as a recipient. And then, you know, actually she passed away a couple of years ago, but how does it, how does it feel Sharon to have this kind of come full circle and see this portrayed on, on the big screen? Yeah, there's no words for it. I mean, uh, it, it, this is something that is bigger than all of us, and it's getting out there. All the people throughout, from beginning to end, have been chosen for this to come together. Mm -hmm. And I think that we are all being used as instruments. I obeyed once, and there's no reason to stop now hmm. i would like to see this uh uh this movie is going to go around the world yes it's, it's going national this is going around the world and it's becoming a movement a movement of unity of love helping one another awareness uh of uh donors mm -hmm. Uh, there, there's uh, this is branching out, uh, and it, like I say, it's bigger than both of us. I can't stop it. I'm not going to. I'm going to uh, uh, keep going. <laughs> I know Ashley's going to. She's doing a beautiful job. I'm really proud of her. Yeah. Uh, and how do you describe this? You see it happening, you know, and you're a part of it, and each person that uh, including uh, uh, Kingdom Stories, the producers, John Gunn, they're angels. They're ordinary angels, too. We have been chosen to do this. I agree. I really believe that. I want to touch on the fact that early on you had a near-death experience, and I just listened to a podcast with a, a, a doctor who is um, – it's a Theo Vaughn's podcast, and he's talking with this doctor who's actually done intensive research. There's 4,000 documented cases, almost everybody in those cases. And they, they have a real, like, resume before you can actually, before they actually accept your, your report of what you've seen and witnessed and experienced. But there's an estimated 4,000 plus, and everyone experienced almost the exact same thing and came back and they just, there's no denial. And these are people that are believers, non-believers, people of all different faiths. They all felt this overwhelming, intense love that they can't explain in the physical body. It's true. It's true. I mean, it totally changed me. You know, I was never a bad person. You know, uh, uh, I, I, always wanted to be a good person. That was the thing to do in, in my era, you know, be a good girl. But uh, 
uh, this is a different kind of caring when you've gone through this. And there's so many of us out there. And some uh, probably have done similar things, maybe not on this level. Yeah. But it changes changes you. It, uh, I feel like I owed something. And, uh, uh, you know, there's nothing any more divine to me than a baby. I mean, they're so pure. And mm -hmm. our job is to keep them that way as long as we can. They they deserve that. And uh, uh, children, I've, been, I've become an activist for children. Mm -hmm. and whatever, you know, they need. And uh, uh, it, it's given me purpose, uh, you know. Uh, it it doesn't make me a living. I don't get paid doing what I do, <laughs> but that's not why I do it, you know. Yeah, it's out of my heart, and it's because it's the right thing to do, is to help others, even adults. I I help adults too, uh, but children are are. Uh, something special to me. The reward that comes to our hearts is you can't buy it. People try to buy happiness. True. A hug is a blessing. That's one of the best things that after I, I, I uh, my wife had many miscarriages and, and, and we lost some, some boys and I was in such a bad place, but, and I was at church and this one person just came up everyone was telling me what to think and feel and do this and trust God. I'll pray for you. La, 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 la. And that's good. I feel, I appreciate their heart. But then somebody just came up to me and just put their arms around me and they held me, not hug. They held me and then just walked away. That was like, for me, that taught me, I just need to be present when somebody's going through a hard time instead of hey well let's see what the scriptures say and let's do this and let's do just be do you do you, do you feel that do you feel like that as well uh, yeah it's a natural thing you know uh scripture uh scriptures fit uh everything that i have felt and and uh, uh i had a a car accident and end up with some brain injuries and I can't, I can't memorize anymore. Everything's off the cuff with me, but I've always been off the cuff anyway. So that's an excuse, you know, uh, but uh, uh, I, I just go with the flow of what feels right and what feels good. And a lot of us don't take the time when something happens, where did that come from? You know, uh, uh, it just might be God. It may uh, be an angel, you know. I know I see this uh, going to the screenings. I see this growing and growing and growing. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, uh, I think it's uh, going to be an extremely good thing uh, that's going to cover the world. I do believe because this original, this film was originally supposed to come out on a specific date. And uh, Ashley, one of your favorite artists uh, who won the Super Bowl, um, decided to drop her concert. Uh, this was Taylor Swift. And, um, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, and anything she does, um, just like Sharon, it goes gold. 
Um, but, but, but then it, this gave kingdom and, and Lionsgate time to also get the film into the, into the eyes and ears and hearts of people that actually run the organ donation program. And so I, uh, Sharon, I'm with you. God is involved in this story. It is so much bigger than all of us. God constantly wants us to watch him walk on water through, through ordinary angels. (laughs) Now, everyone listening, I'm sure, you know, before we end, they, I'm sure they all want to know what's it like to meet Alan Richson and Hillary Swank and, um, so I'll start with Ashley. Did you got a chance to to meet them? I have not, but the big Hollywood premiere is Monday night. Ooh, um, exciting. Very stoked and very excited to get to meet them in person and just like talk with them and have some conversation. And because uh, Hillary Swank, her father had a lung transplant, yeah. which is why she was out of the spotlight and not acting for a while because she was helping him and taking care of him mm. post-transplant. So she understands the effect of organ donation and how that can change people's lives. Mm. So I was really excited to meet with her. It's always exciting for me to meet with other families that have been impacted by organ donation and hearing their story and what they went through. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. I can't wait to meet her. She's very class act. and. Um, I'm just so excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you to experience that 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 little red carpet premiere with uh, some of those people. That's going to be fun. I'm sure your friends are a little envious. Yeah, um, we're also Alan Richton. I'm super excited to meet him as well. Yeah. I think he did such an amazing job portraying my dad and oh, I love the personality. It. He got it spot on. Just throughout the whole movie, was just like watching my own dad, you know, on the screen. So I just have the opportunity to tell him what an amazing job he did acting um, as my dad. It's just, that would be a cool opportunity. Your dad is something else. Tough, hands on, (laughs) you know, Southern Midwestern guy. Um, What an honor to have a dad like that. Yeah, he definitely worked hard for me and Michelle over the years and advocated for us when we couldn't, um, um, you know, I don't think we could have gotten a better one. So, <laughs> is this is this weird for him? Is this a little strange for him? It is. You know, he is very excited about the movie, um, but it's you know strange. <laughs> you know, I'm just seeing himself being portrayed as one of the main characters. You know, in the movie, and um, but he just he loves Alan, and he thinks he did an amazing That's job good. as well on it. And but yeah, he's really excited for the movie uh, to come out. Alan is a, is a man. He's like Arnold Schwarzenegger up there. He's a really strong, tough man. Um, I know. Yeah, Sharon. My dad uh, says he wished he looked like that. You know, when he was happy. Well, he, he just needs to to just you know be himself. Look in the mirror and go, yeah, I am. He, Alan doesn't have anything. <laughs> Alan has nothing on me. I mean, right. <laughs> just change perspective, right, Sharon? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Sharon, I mean, did you get a chance to spend time with Hillary? No, I haven't. I'm really looking forward to oh, that. No kidding. Okay. That's what this trip to New York to me is about to say thank you. Wow. Mm-hmm. She captured me uh, <laughs> uh, perfect. I mean, uh, I couldn't have, I, I, I tell this, I couldn't have done this myself any better than she did. Yeah. Wow. 
And I, I can't wait for people to see this film and yeah. see Hillary embody who you are and Alan embody your father, Ashley, and just just the miracle of of your sister, the legacy of your mom. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, there's so many people that you could probably go on and on list yeah. i saw this when i you know when there was no hope my community came together they put a a concert a fundraiser together insurance ended up being able to pay for the transplant so we put all that money into a scholarship for for That's people amazing. like you and me that have all medical bills and sometimes we don't get an education i'm like get an education um so yeah yeah, yeah it's uh it's such a beautiful community so for everyone listening if you're not yeah ashley Want to say something? Oh, go ahead. Oh, for everybody, for everybody that is listening, if you're not an organ donor, um, I'm going to send Sharon over to your house. Um, please register <laughs> to be an organ donor. Go to donatelife.net. Yes. You can, of course, Google it. Um, don't wait for the, the DMV to uh, not ask you. Yeah. But please do it. Um, Sharon, is there anything you would like to contribute or say to anyone who is listening? I think they've really got a ton from you. So last, any last words? Well, uh, I get asked a lot, uh, uh, am I don't, uh, on the don uh, a donor? Yeah, I was a donor with the Lions Club. I donated my eyes. Hmm. Uh, I was just over 20 years old. I'm a pioneer. Wow. And wow. now I'm complete uh, full-fledged. Uh, um, it's on my license now. Wow. And, uh, uh, but uh, I, I didn't know they didn't do other do uh, organs at that time. Yeah. And see what it's developed to be. And to uh, go through what I went through with uh, Ashley and Michelle and the weight and what they go through. It was, uh, I see this really uh, becoming an awareness and uh, I'm happy to see this, you know, mm -hmm. beginning to this point and what this movie is going to do. And there's other things in this movie that it touched. The book is even more intense. Oh, I bet. I bet that's the great thing with the books is you can go in a little deeper into some of the details of what happened that you don't see in the film because the film's only an hour and 45, maybe two hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What it is, is it was two books in one. Okay. And time element to do the rescue and, and everything, you know, there wasn't enough time. And uh, I don't want to do a spoiler, but... Uh, in the book, you'll know something true about me and something that wasn't true because uh, uh, that's the only thing that wasn't true. You got to read the books to find out what that is. Well, I, I bet I know what it is, but they always have to do a little, you know, a little more to the story. <laughs> it's the way they shape. It's the way they shape it. Yeah. It was my request. I asked to because I wanted uh, something addressed pertaining to children being responsible beautiful well beautiful uh i know people are anxious to 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 see what that is in the book um so yeah so thank you sharon but um ashley 
Any, any last thoughts, words? Uh, what have you been feeling during this? Um, definitely feeling a lot of emotions as it gets closer. You know, we, we I think we all wish Michelle was still here to experience this because she would love it because she loved being the center of attention and because she got dubbed the snow baby of Louisville mm-hmm. um, because of that day. And people would be out, we'd be out in public and people would come up to our table at a restaurant and ask her if she was the snow baby. She'd say yes, and they would tell their story of that day, or they would say, I shoveled snow that day, which was really cool, and she had to personally thank them for that. Um, so we definitely wish she was here, but we also hope that people just get inspired by the movie and to go out and register to be an organ owner. You know, over the course of me and Michelle's lives, we've had people come up to us and say, I was not an organ donor before I knew you two or heard your story. And when I heard it, I went out and registered to be an organ donor, and I feel like that's one of the best compliments that me and Michelle could have ever gotten, is we might have helped save someone else's life one day. Um, So I hope people are inspired by it to help others in their community and see what a community can do when people come together to help others, and that there is good in the world. You know, we see a lot of the bad on the news all the time. Um, but there are still good people out there. So I hope that people also, you know, this is talks about faith in the movie as well, faith in God. And we all go through our trials and struggles with our faith. Um, but I think if someone is struggling, this movie will really help them. So Thank you. I'm just really excited. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I'm excited for you to go to, the, to New York and uh, yeah. experience that. I think everybody yeah. pray. For Sharon and Ashley because they're about to get maybe uh, more attention than they want, <laughs> but a lot of attention they deserve. And go see Ordinary Angels. Take your family. Take your friends. So, thank you very much, and uh, have fun in New York. Yeah, thank you for having us. It was nice meeting with you and talking to you. Thank you so much. My thank pleasure. You. Thank you.